Hey everyone, welcome back. This is Tiffany and you are listening to The Last Journey Podcast. This week we are going to be talking about how you are supposed to know whether or not it's time for you to grow your business to the next level. The first thing I want you to consider is where you're currently at now in your last journey. If you are making under $100,000 a year, let's say, I think that it's very clear that the first thing you need to focus on is really strengthening the foundation of your independent business until you can get to that six-figure six mark. Um, and believe me when I say that that six-figure mark is not a magical mark, but usually what it's going to tell me um, as a business mentor is that that person has a really good grip on what it takes to truly run their business efficiently. And that is the first thing that I look at, but there's of course a lot of layers to that. I wanna make sure that your your marketing, your messaging is good and that your services are priced properly and that you're not working, overworking yourself to get to that six figure mark. So that's the first thing that you wanna focus on is strengthening your independent business. But let's just say like most of my listeners, you're here because you already have hit that or you already feel even if you're not um, even if you haven't hit that yet that you are close or on your way to making that mark right you're already doing all of the things that you know that you need to do as a business owner to make your independent business run efficiently so where do you want to go next what is your one two three year goal from here and a lot of times people ask me that and the first thing that I'm going to respond with to them is what is it that you are passionate about as a lash artist, as a business owner? Is it the artistry? Do you love helping others or helping to teach others? Because there are different paths that you can take here. The first is if you truly are passionate about helping teach your craft to others, or maybe it's not necessarily artistry that you are, um, really feeling inclined to teach, but maybe it is business education. Maybe it is um, helping others figure out their marketing. What is it that you are so good at that other people can't touch you with? That is something that you can take and maybe you want to go into the path of education. And that I would say is like the first and easiest way that most lash artists look to scale their businesses um, once they've already traded their time enough for money with um, actually trading time for services. So education, right? That is one area that you can scale your business. The second is you could consider a salon suite model. So next I want to talk a little bit about that and the pros and cons of that because that is really big in the industry right now. And I truly do feel like they can be great for some and maybe not so much for others. So the big name of the game here is if you are looking to expand to a larger location, you have to figure out whether it's a salon suite model that you want to follow or a salon model. Let's talk about salon suites first. So what a salon suite is, is um, everybody knows what they are in, in the literal sense of the word. You have the actual, um, the Sola, you have all of these large corporation corporate locations where they just have multiple rooms stacked up on on top of each other. You walk in, you see a directory and a lot of different individual hairstylists, lash artists, nail techs, anybody who is in our industry can rent a room here and run their own business 
out of it. Um, even though the rooms are a little bit more expensive, um, it's still kind of nice to be able to walk into a place, know that um, you know you don't have to worry about whether something goes wrong in the building or wrong with your room. You have a landlord and you get to still kind of like walk, run your business, walk in, walk, run your business and leave. This is a great option um, for, or a first step for an artist who maybe is already working for someone and they wanna get their hands into um, starting their own business. This is a good way for an artist to like first get their business started, like we were talking about with scaling to that 100,000 level or higher. So if you're currently listening and you're working out of your, um, working out of like home or out of your personal space, I first recommend moving into a more professional setting. But then what I'm talking about when it comes to actually scaling, like getting to that level where you've run your business efficiently, but now you're looking to scale on a larger level is whether or not you want to open your own salon suite type situation or booth rental, which a lot of us in the industry like to call it. And um, there are a couple of different ways that you can structure that. And the I want to go over the pros and cons first of it. The pro is, is that if you are still actively taking clients and you have no interest in moving away from that anytime soon, right? You can start renting a larger space. Let's say you have four to six rooms and you calculate it out that you can make um, a set or you can charge a set number of rent for each of these rooms. If you are able, if you have, um, if you know you have a lot of pool in your area that you feel like a lot of people would come and want to rent from your space and want to be a part of like what you're creating, this could be a really good option for you to just have people rent out those spaces, have your overhead expenses covered, and then everything that you're making in your own business is just yours, right? You don't have to pay for rent because the other renters are covering your rent and everything can be golden. Um, but a, a few cons with that, and this is where you really have to know what you're getting into when you, when you start a few cons to this. The first is that you have to really be okay with conflict. You have to really understand what it is like to, um, properly vet these renters from you because you really can't tell them what to do in their own businesses, if that makes sense. I think that um, you can always set forth rules as to how you expect people to to act in your space or how they carry themselves in their business. But at the end of the day, they are owning and operating their own business. So you can't tell them what hours to be there. You can't um, tell them how to treat their own clients. You have to understand that they are going to be operating separately from you. So it's really important to know how to, how to let those people in to begin with, because what you don't want to have to worry about on top of running your own business is babysitting a lot of other, um, a lot of other industry professionals. And, um, you know, I see some people struggle with trying to keep renters and the renters who are signing, they're just getting into business, um, straight out of school and they have no way of keeping up with their rent. So they're coming and going. And then the, um, salon suite owner is constantly having to stress about how they're going to even fit those, you know, have people in those rooms. And, um, they're worried about now not only paying like what the rent of would have been just for them, but they're having this whole huge space that they have to cover the rent for 
for as well. So you have to go into it knowing that you have a plan to be profitable, that you have a plan to be able to fill these spaces and know all of your numbers. Um, I see a lot of people who own these types of spaces who either break even or are just constantly stressed out. So we don't want that to be you. On the flip side, it can be a really great avenue and way to have a little bit of a set cushion every month. You know, if you know that the profitability of your five rooms is that you can, you know, then make an additional three to 5,000 per month. Awesome. Why not? Right? Like if, if you're not quite ready to take on employees, that could be a really great way for you to kind of dip your toes into um, management or ownership. And if you are specifically someone who um, feels that you know, maybe they they don't want to have to worry about managing others and that maybe you don't want to lash forever, but you want to get into education or you want to, you know, do trainings or things that don't necessarily require you to be at work on a daily basis or communicating with people on a daily basis, then salon suites may be a great opportunity for you to grow and have extra income without having to um, continually worrying, worrying about making others happy. Now, the last and final way that I'm going to talk to you today about how you can scale your current lash business from being a very successful independent to then scaling on a whole different level is actually the path that I took myself, which is salon ownership. So for me... Um, I always knew that I wanted to lead others. It was never a question for me as to whether I wanted to break off and do trainings. I always still did trainings on the side, right? Like that was a great side hustle for me. But I knew that I wanted to grow and hire employees because the demand for my business was so high. And I knew that I had to train others how to do lashes so that we could keep up with that demand and never have to turn away business. So immediately for me, I knew once I did get busy that I wanted to hire somebody. I put them through, you know, my my onboarding, my training. I taught them how to do lashes. And I also had them focus on the areas of things in aesthetics that I didn't necessarily feel comfortable with or want to deal with, like body waxing, facials, and all of that good stuff. So I hired an esthetician that already was super passionate about those other things. And that was a really great compliment to my business, right? Like I wanted to just focus on lashes and growing the business. She was able to focus on the other services and we were able to still bring in all of that income. Now I did teach her how to do lashes too, which was great. And my next hire was somebody who just focused on lashes. And, um, you know, the business kind of grew from there. And I realized really quickly that, um, you know, salon ownership isn't easy. I had to really like after losing my first employees, you know, less than a year later, I would say, you know, I hired my few employees and um, I I lost them. But it really motivated me to learn how to be a good leader. And I think that if you are feeling any way sort of passionate about leadership and wanting to help grow others in their career, I think that salon ownership is such a beautiful thing. So I know you might hear, you know, salon owners don't make money. They, you know, they're constantly stressed out or having to deal with stuff. It's all about how you structure your own business. I promise you, yes, 
you know, in any business, you are going to have your stresses, but if it makes you happy to think about others truly like, or being a part of the fact that others can truly create, um, you know, careers in the beauty industry, just like you. Um, and if you set up your salon for success from the beginning, when it comes to profitability and your pricing rate and all of that, I can promise you that because I open a salon, you know, not just one salon, but two, like I am more than fine financially. I I think that when you hear a lot of people complain about salon ownership or not making enough money, I, I wanna implore you to look into that a little bit further because for me, owning a salon has been such a life-changing experience and I credit everything to it. I am super blessed now that I, about a year ago, I was able to step away completely from taking clients and now my salons are running themselves, right? That's the name of the game. Like if you wanna get into business and like you know that you are not gonna be able to lash forever yourself, like how are you gonna keep that legacy going? Um, you know, you have to look at it as like, what is the end goal in what direction I want to take? Like, am I going, like I said, with the, you know, the salon suites, am I going to want to focus on something completely outside of managing others? Go the salon suite route. But if you want to be able to create a, a legacy, a business whose, you know, name is bigger than yours, then I think that going the salon route is going to be the best for you. And I promise you, you don't have to know everything, you know, jumping in, like having to know all of that because I didn't, and I was still able to kind of figure it out and make mistakes along the way. And, um, and, and roll with that, those decisions that I made. And I think that anybody who feels like that's the direction you want to go in, like, please find me, let's talk. I would be happy to push you in that direction because I would not be where I am today had I not done that. And, um, and I just want to get that message out there. So please know that all of this talk out there, all of the negative talk about owning salons, like, yeah, there's a little bit of truth to it because like I said, you know, we, we deal with these things in our independent businesses as well with clients. And yes, it does fall on you to a certain extent, but if you are really truly like figuring out like what it is that your brand stands for, you are going to attract the right clients and you're not going to have as many issues as you think you might. So the biggest thing I want you to take away from this lesson is to figure out again, like what it is that you think you might be passionate about. And let's figure out how to make a long-term business out of what you are passionate about today. Know that you can always change it. You don't have to make all of the right decisions right now, but it gives you something to look forward to. It gives you that purpose that's tied to your passion. And when you have that vision, you're going to go a lot further. I promise you. If you feel like you got value that you needed today, make sure you subscribe, like, comment, let me know what it is you want to hear about next time. I can't wait to talk to you and good luck on your last journey.